Okay, so this is Kevin Beckett, and I'm alone in the studio uh, for the Rolling Toe Show on the 14th of September of 2023. But I do have a caller on the line who thinks he can redirect what the show is about. Yes. <laughs> the show. The show is about tire wear, specifically alignment, handling, and uh, some other truck-related items. But I got a guy here who thinks uh, maybe there's more to talk about. I think uh, he mentioned some kind of paint, maybe. Yeah, chrome paint. Chrome paint. And and chrome. And chrome itself. Yeah, there's so a four-boy system this is, with the paint. Yes. This is Mike Beckett with MD Alignment on with uh, yeah. you also. And uh, we're here to uh, make happy things happen. Uh, especially regarding the money you can save on your tires and alignment while you're out there trying to make things happen on the road. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I like it. I didn't even have that written down. I made it up. See, it sounded like it was uh, well rehearsed. <laughs> no, I was just sitting there making it up. Far out. All right. All right. So you're, uh, let's see, I'm here in the office. I have two dogs, Frank and Russell. And they're outside, and we're trying to figure out how to keep Russell from popping off of his stake and running away. But we'll we'll, we'll make that happen. And, He's good at it. Uh, yeah, and we got a we got a, a business to run here and stuff. But then there's this other person, Mike. And where is he at? He's on Interstate 80, westbound, out of Des Moines, headed for Interstate 29, at which point he will turn north and go to Sioux Falls, where I will be attending the South Dakota Trucking Association Convention. Convention. You're going to be at a convention. I see you're just going to be there, kind of shaking hands and patting backs and that kind of thing? Doing some of that, and they asked me to be on a roundtable discussion on... uh, Tire and handling problems. I don't know what that yeah. is. I don't know either. I, uh, my phone's been talking to me. That's a good deal. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyway, all right. I don't know what it was doing. I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. So I'll be in a roundtable discussion tomorrow morning. Okay. Good. Good. And it's you're just going to work your magic around the table. And this was all at the invite of whom? Uh, Shauna Gray from uh, S&B Services out of Sioux Falls that has our alignment equipment. Yep, and uh, working away yep. with uh, Sean Frierson doing alignments. And yep. uh, we're, uh, he's uh, one of the newer of the hundreds yeah, he's of young. yeah. Yeah, he's guys. a young fellow. He's about as he's about as green as grass. But we're working with him. <laughs> we are working he with had him. A guy he calls all the time. Those are our favorite customers. Yeah, I like it when they call all the time because we can educate them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he called in today while I was getting ready, and he had a truck that a guy brought in a Volvo mm-hmm. with 50,000 miles on it, and the mm-hmm. inside edge of all the drive tires is worn off. Off. Ouch. Off. Yeah. He says, Mike, I don't think it's alignment. I said, no, it's not. It's probably that stupid lightweight axle. Probably. So we looked at it, and sure enough, it's a 9.5-millimeter housing. Says it right on top. Yep, sure does. Yeah. Huh. Well, it's, uh, and so apparently they're using it in a heavier operation. I have no idea. Don't care. is really quick. Well, he's, either that or he's got some really fuel-efficient tires on it. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. More yeah. fuel-efficient the tire is, the worse the wear is. Yeah, so if you're listening and you happen to be specking a truck now and you intend to have nice fuel-efficient tires to not just save fuel but actually save money, then I suggest you get the 11-millimeter thick axle housing because it yeah. doesn't add hardly any weight, but it does about 40, add 40 pounds It adds 40, 40 pounds. pounds to the truck. Yeah, right. So you go on a good uh, keto diet, and you can you can get those forty pounds back anyway. Either that, or, and, uh, or carry two less cases of beer. Yeah, yeah, one or the other. Right. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so get the eleven millimeter thick axle housing, uh, eliminate that inside edge wear as much as possible, and yep. uh, extend the life of your your drive tires for you know an extra maybe hundred thousand miles. Well, this guy only maybe. got fifty thousand. Yeah, we would normally expect somewhere around two hundred and fifty to three hundred thousand. So 
I mean, that's a lot yeah. of money. It is a lot 40 of pounds of weight. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. The other thing I heard about last night, I was watching TV today, and there yeah. was a, a body found, okay? And the cops went there and looked at it and said, yep, it's an open and shut case of suicide. And laying right next to the body. Are we getting into true crime? Yes, true crime. True crime. We're a true crime podcast now. All right. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, laying next to the body was a twenty-two caliber single shot bolt action rifle. Okay? Okay. And the guy had five bullet wounds in his chest. (laughs) And the cops decided Uh this was an open and shut case of suicide. Suicide. Yeah. That's a that's dedicated suicide. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't work Imagine the about time. The, we're going to make it work. Yeah, and then you, and about the third time and it wasn't working. You think he quit? <laughs> no, apparently not. He wanted this job done, so he just kept yeah. going and going and going. <laughs> oh well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's uh that's something. That's okay. I. <laughs> Ah, uh, the evidence. You know, we can read tires. We can tell you what happened to a tire uh, through its life to bring it to the, the untimely death that uh, you, you mm-hmm. see when you get back to the tire dealer just 120,000 miles later, and you're like, what happened? Well, yeah. we can tell you what happened. And we yeah. can try to do everything possible to prevent that from happening next time. So yeah, in that sense, yeah, committed. we are a true kind. But the tire committed suicide. <laughs> Sometimes they do. Sometimes <laughs> they want out of this. They want out. Yes, I want out. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, so do we have any callers on the line? Just you. So Just Mike me. called into the show today using our special secret code. Eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. And if anybody else wanted to call, they could use that same code. You don't have to use a different code just because Mike used it. So right. you can call in at eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. And like Mike, get onto his own show and uh, talk about either true crime, chrome tires, yep. handling, yep. alignment, yep. or vibration. Marriage counseling. Marriage counseling. marriage counseling. You're on a marriage counseling yeah. trip right now. Yes, I am. So are you here driving? In my car, my wife is driving. She's driving. And I am in the passenger seat, hanging on for dear life, white knuckle, okay? <laughs> right. Because she drives like a bat out of hell. Yeah, right. That's not even driving like a bat out of hell. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Passing everything in sight in our Toyota Prius. <laughs> yes, yes. Just zooming by. You almost yeah. don't see the scenery of, of Iowa, which it's it's hard to see what's ahead 15 miles and what's behind 15 miles to appreciate it when it get when you get to it. Except because I'm there so fast. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Yes. It's uh. It's yeah. it's all the hills, the hills, the beautiful there. scenery, the trees, the many many trees. You just uh. You miss. Yeah, and looking out. Miss, and looking out the side window, everything is a blur because it's going by so fast. Right. Yeah. Right. I, okay. Mm. Enjoy the, the there's, a, there's, a, there's actually a famous song about where you're at. Uh, you're on a long and lonesome highway east of Omaha. So uh, yes. enjoy that drive. Uh, All right. Name Seeger saying that. And the Silver I Bullet Band. That was, yep, yep, yep. All right. We do have a caller, um, a new caller. This is a caller that apparently has not called before. So cool. uh, I'm really not sure... Yep. It says cast. I'm really not sure what he's looking for, and I think his ta- name might be Thomas. Hello, maybe Thomas. Uh, yeah, this is Nick. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it, it was it was uh, Caster was the uh, Caster was the keyword there. Yes, sir. All right. Um, and and uh, so 22 Peterbilt 389. Uh, it's only got 90,000 miles on it. Um, I started listening to your show a little bit, and it sounds like you want the front caster to be around two to three degrees. Is that correct? Yes. Anywhere from two to three degrees would be great. Yeah. Okay. Well, just using my silly little uh, angle finder on my phone, it's showing about four and a half degrees. Um, 
Although I just now realized I didn't, I wasn't smart enough to check the ground I was on to see what angle it was at to see if it was perfectly level. So the next time I uh, get my little that's iPhone not, angle finder out, that's not. Uh, that's actually there's an easier oh, way off the, uh, off the frame. Yeah, right, 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 because it is actually the difference from the frame to the axle that you're trying to determine, not from the ground to the axle. Right. Yeah. So okay. first of all, well, let's, let's just yeah, let's, let's just assume that it is four and a half degrees, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to get it closer to you know take take uh, two degrees off of it. Um, this is uh, I got the factory two bag um, front air suspension. Would I have to get a two degree wedge, or would lowering the ride height? Uh, it seems like the, the you know there's a shackle yeah. on the back and a pivot point on the front. If you lowered it, it would change that degree a little bit. Or no? Well, it shouldn't now. Well, it would. Thing... It would change it a little bit, but it's not the correct way. You want to use right. two two degree okay. shims, uh, one underneath each spring stack with a thick side to the front. Right. Now, the interesting thing is, why is this suspension from Peterbilt uh, four and a half degrees without a shim in it? Yeah. And And, I think it's because it's that airbag. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I I wasn't, I didn't do my due diligence and and check the frame. So I will, uh, next time I get a chance, I'll check and confirm and see um, if if the difference is still four and a half degrees or if. If we're close to where we need to be, it doesn't. It doesn't ride bad. I mean, it rides just fine. I I just yeah. listened to your show. Thought maybe if it could use a little fine tuning, I would I would do so. But uh, like I said, right. I'll, I'll have to check again to make sure. Yeah. Well, if yeah, it, yeah. if it is in fact four and a half degrees, and four and a half would not be out of line for that, by reducing it to two and a half degrees. You should improve your ride, and you should only increase your tire life by about twenty percent. Yes. Wow. Very true. Okay. You steer, you steer yeah. tire life only. We're only talking about your drives. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. And now, well, I got you here. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I know the cause of this problem. My front tire—they're the uh, Bridgestones that have the fingers on the edges of all the grooves. Um, the sights, really tiny, like eighth-inch mm-hmm. or quarter-inch sights. Some of those are chunking out, uh, and I assume it's from gravel and/or rock. Uh, and no, I, I know I went down a, uh, a, a gravel road that had a lot of um, bedrock exposed and uh, some sharp mm-hmm. edges and stuff. I assume that's what it's coming from. Is that a good assumption? Particularly if it's on both sides of each rib that's chunking. If all yeah. of them are chunking on, say, the outward side, then it sounds more like an alignment problem. But if you've got right. intermittent ch- uh, chunk on both yeah, that's just road hazard. Right. If it's yeah. just on the outside yeah. rib tire that's you're looking at a different problem but if it's uh, there's no real pattern to it it's all tires yeah it's just some it's environmental abuse why the heck do they put those little sites in there what is the purpose of those they're wear indicators um that's pretty much the whole story for them what the, the sites okay. yes now the sites are also to improve traction and if they're if they're set up right they help reduce wear on the main part of the rib Okay. And I bet with gotcha. Bridgestone, they probably did it right. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then I won't dog the tire too bad. I'll just, uh, just live with it. So, all righty. Um, all right, all guys. Right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, okay. And uh, now you uh, worked with Bridgestone a bit over the <laughs> decades. Yep. And I suppose this is a... a and any issue that they talked about there, or uh, how often do you hear about the siping in design? Well, I've heard about it from the Continental and from General and from Goodyear and Michelin and Bridgestone and, and all the other tire companies. That's, that's part of the intricate design that they try to make. Okay. Very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, we always, what we always wanted, what I always wanted, was uh, color coding. We've talked about making tires a specific color, chrome in our case. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what I wanted to see, what I would like to have seen, is if they were different colors depending on the amount of wear they've got. But they don't like yeah. that because having your tire look like a rainbow because it's poorly designed or poorly inflated or poorly aligned uh, doesn't make them look better. But I think well, it would be very Bridgestone, helpful. Bridgestone Firestone actually has that. Yeah. 
they have two different colors of rubber they use, a base rubber and then the cap rubber on top, which is darker. And when they mold them and they put it in the steam kettle and they put pressure on it, oftentimes the base rubber migrates up into the rib. And as you wear the tire down, all of a sudden you'll see these strips of gray and you'll think the tire's going bad. Well, it's not. It's just a different color. It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. So attempting to make a tire that has uniform layers of color, let's say five different layers, <laughs> that are all exactly the same depth, uh, and then you put them in a kettle and, and cook them, they're all going to be right. someplace else. Yes, you're going to end up with a rainbow no matter what. I get you. Yep. All right. Yep. So we've all seen, I know I've seen it, we've all seen, the, especially the Bridgestone tires, where you'll look at it and you'll say, oh, hey, there's a strip of rubber here. It's a it's a little half moon shape. It's a, it's a about you know eight ten inches long, and it's just on one side of the tire. Maybe is that a problem? Be that it's simply the yep. uh, the base color bleeding through the the what do you call yeah, it? When they molded Carbon it, the black. base rubber came up and came up into the main part of the rib, and so you get this mm-hmm. funny color change. It, it doesn't mean anything. Right, right. <clears throat> Okay, that's very, very good news for a lot of people out there. Uh, let's see, we do have, wow, we have like five other colors, so I guess we better get to them. Uh, we have one here, you know, I the, the, the call-in interpreter could use some improvement because these sentences do not make sense. I'm just going to say well, when, somebody, maybe when, his name is Bruce when, is calling. Yeah, when you call in, they say, quickly tell us what you want to talk about. And so you say something fast, uh-huh. and it doesn't understand what you said because you got a southern accent or something. So you go, whatever you get. Something, yeah, yeah. Okay, Bruce, uh, what you got for us? Uh, I've got inside uh, tire wear on one end of a drive axle, front drive axle, mm-hmm. left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Both duels mm-hmm. are wearing on the inside edge, uh, 46,000 pound rears, and it's uh, wearing, I'll call it, from toe to heel on the lug, they're open lugs, Michelin XDS2s. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the heel and toe wear across the tire, if it's uniform, is simply engine torque and brake application. But if the inside line of lugs is doing it more severely than the rest of it, that either indicates a loose wheel bearing or the axle is flexing. Okay, I was, that's what I was thinking was loose wheel bearing. So these wheel bearings have the preset uh, uh, spacer in them, so you just tighten the yep. knot up and your, your bearings are tight. Yep. What do you have to do to tighten that bearing up then when you have a spacer in there like that? 300 foot-pounds and leave it. And if the spacer or 200, is... It depends on the nut. And if the spacer is too long for some reason, the bearing will still be loose. Right. No, they're not a hundred percent perfect on the way they built. They're ninety-eight percent perfect. Right. Okay. So what I would oh, do yeah. if I was you is but, I, but even if, I would I would pop the drive right. axle shaft out. I would put a torque wrench on it. I would tighten it down to three hundred foot pounds. If it doesn't move when you try to tighten it, then you need to go back and talk to the axle people. Now, when you have the sleeved preset bearings like that, they normally have a 350,000-mile warranty. So if it's loose and right. and the, everything is tightened up correctly, you should have a warranty issue. Yeah, no, it's off warranty, so. Okay. All right, I'm, now, and I'm going what to is it? dip here in my losing. I've got 600,000 miles on this truck. Okay, then in that case, what, what is it? if you try. A Western Star 5700. Okay. Okay. If it's if the nut is tight and the bearing is still loose, then at that point I would take the nut off, take the sleeve out, put it back together, and do a do a bearing adjustment the way we do it because you're out of warranty, so the sleeve doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, if I take those two it might tires, be smart. Uh, if I take these two tires, it might, off, it might be smart just to take out the sleeve anyway. Yeah. All right. So the tire wear. All right. If I take and rotate the two tires, they're directional tires, so move them left to right. Take them, put them on the right-hand side, uh, off the rim, rotate them. Will that stop that tire wear? No. Will I go no. start to go Nothing, away? Nothing's going to stop it. Okay. So let me explain right. that, okay? 
If you had a pair of tires as duels together and one tire was shorter than the other tire, which tire would wear out first? A tall tire. Nope, the short tire. The short tire. So let's look at this. The tall tire is 10 feet around, and when it rolls once, it goes 10 feet, okay? The short tire is 9 feet 10 inches around, and when it rolls once, it goes 9 feet 10 inches. Yeah, now, right. because you've got two different height tires, the tall tire is going to carry more weight, and it's going to drag the short tire two inches every time it goes around once. It goes around 500 times a mile. It'll drag the short tire 1,000 inches every mile it drives, and it'll just buff the rubber off of it. Okay? Yeah, gotcha. Now, yeah. you've got four ribs or five ribs in your drive tire. Each rib is like a separate tire. Right now, you've got one short rib where it's worn off, and you've got three or four tall ribs. It won't matter if you flip it around or put it anywhere else. That one short rib is going to drag to keep up with the tall ones, and that pattern's going to continue and accelerate. Okay. We've got to address the wheel bearing issue then. Yes. And then run the tires so you can't stand anymore yeah. and put some new ones on. All right. Right. All right. Thank you for your All time. All right. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you for calling. All right. Okay, we've got uh, we've got a few more on here, so let's go to this one. Now, I'm just going to go ahead and read what it says, so this should be fun. This is Brian. I'm calling in about a cake pan replacement and then alignment afterwards, so that should be fun. <laughs> yeah, hey, so Brian with the cake pan. Yeah, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, didn't. I guess... Uh, <laughs> I guess they didn't understand it. Um, uh, I just put new front tires on. uh, It's a P379. And uh, in the process, I noticed one of my uh, original steer tires was wearing a little funny on the inside. So I started checking, and one of my kingpins was loose. Oh, a kingpin, not a kingpin. All right. Yeah, (laughs) kingpin. So long story short, I shopped. You know, changed the kingpins on both sides, and then they did an alignment on it. But uh, <clears throat> since driving it, I got it back. It just seemed like it's a little, like a little harder to keep on the road. You know what I mean? Kind of back and forth going down the road. So yeah. I looked at the alignment sheet, and they set the toe at neutral at zero. Yeah, and I was always, oh. I, I was always told you should set it like a quarter to uh, eighth to a quarter inch. Is that correct? Well, an eight to a quarter when we had bias ply tires with radials, it's a sixteenth of an inch toe in. So it's a and if you're to what? a sixteenth plus or minus a thirty second. Oh, okay, okay. Now, well, the way it's towed out while you're driving, it's towed out while you're driving it. It will follow cracks in the road and duck and dive all over the place. That's it. That's it. Right. Going. <laughs> um, right. That's that zero. No, my. It was set at 316th is what they said. It was a, when they checked it, it was 316th, and then they set it at zero. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was wondering why you would do that. I don't trust the alignment settings sitting on turn plates anyway, so what they measure while you're True. sitting on that artificial surface really doesn't mean anything to what you're doing going down the road. Well, yeah, now, I agree right. with that. Do you want to fix this toe yourself, or do you want to have somebody else do it? I mean, I know how to uh, do that as far as, you know, what I, method I use is paint the tire and then mark the tire in the center and measure the front and then measure the back and then adjust okay, the tire Okay, I got an easier way for you. You, you drive the truck <laughs> drive the truck into the garage or on the parking lot or wherever, nice and straight so the drag is in the tire. Right. Put two pieces of duct tape on the back side of the two steer tires and make ink marks on them and measure between the ink marks. And drive the truck okay. forward until the duct tape shows up on the front and measure it again. That's a solid rolling toe. Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. Yep. Now, let me let me ask you something. Is that in your uh, book? It's, it's in the Common Man's Guide to Wheel Alignment book. Okay. Well, yes, sir. Come ask, well, come ask me. I got the book. I just haven't looked at it on how you do <laughs> that. But. You'll find it. <laughs> I bet yeah. you never heard that before either. No, not me. No. I don't read no books. <laughs> <laughs> well, the common man didn't read that yet. All right. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, the I, common I man can't read. Okay. 
Yeah, you want a 16th yes, plus or minus yeah, a 30 seconds. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but All I'm right. going to shoot for uh, question for you, which way does the tie rod turn, clockwise or counterclockwise? Normally, if you're Depends. pulling it up and toward the front of the truck, you're towing it in. If you're pushing down and toward the back of the truck, you're towing it out. Okay, so tow in would be towards the front of the truck. That's, is that what you're yes. saying? Yes, from okay, the top. From the top towards the front. Yep. Well, that might save me a little work. Okie dokie. Might. Okay, well, I appreciate it. It just depends on who put the tie rod in last. Yeah, if they put it well, in backwards, you're screwed. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course, that just upside down. There you go. Right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, I, pr- I appreciate your help. You're welcome, buddy. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I have just one more note on that. I suppose I, I wanted to get out. Uh, the kingpin, if it's not properly greased, it can act a bit like a toe out. However, he did have yeah. a toe out measurement, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have uh, we have three more, so let's go through these. We got, uh, I guess, Jared. Okay, it says, my name is Jared, and I was calling about a tear tire inside wear. All right, okay. Jared. Yes, sir. I hope that's accurate. All right. Yes, that's correct. I just don't want to end up with uh, somebody that sounded correct. Turns out they were actually talking about baking a cake. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jared, what's up? Okay, I I guess I'll start at the beginning and make it short as I can. I started having a little hop. I've got a 13 model 389 Peterbilt in the front end and the steer in the steering wheel at like 50 and then above 72 were the only two places. And so a huh. friend of mine told me to check to see if my uh, wheels on the steer axle were. Uh, equal amount on the on the hubs, so I tried some of those centering nuts, and that did take the shake out of the front ends. But then my right front inside steer tire, just on the very outside edge, started eating it. And I took it into a, a, a local shop that we had, and they wanted to replace everything. They couldn't tell me what the problem was, so uh, what? I didn't really do anything with what them is because the truck? I felt like, what's that, sir? What is the truck? What uh, year? 2000, 2013 389 Peterbilt. Okay, about a million miles on it? 1.3 million. Okay, same rims as uh, from the beginning to now? Yes. Okay, okay. That, uh, now, the inside edge row could be a lot of things. Uh, if there's feathering, it's alignment. It's just a minor little alignment problem. Uh, if it's, let's see, but it's possible that the rim itself is old enough that that unsupported bell on the inside is now wearing. So you're going to need to get the alignment checked one way or the other. Uh, it's possible it's just worn due, due to balance. But let's, let's leave that aside. Get your alignment checked. And if the alignment wait, checks wait, good, wait, if it drives nice and straight wait. and doesn't hop anymore, go ahead. They, they, uh, wait, the shop I went to there wouldn't let me do the alignment without replacing, which I, I've already had my kingpin replaced on that side just within two years yeah. ago. And so yeah. I, I found one of y'all's dealers on, or I guess somebody's associated with y'all in Abernathy, Texas, West Texas Diesel, but he's a, a month out before I could get into him. But it, yeah. it was on y'all's yeah. website. Okay, well, let, let, let's let's go back two things. One, the fact that the guy wanted you to replace everything in the front end just means he has a boat payment, okay? So we're not going to worry about right. his boat payment, all right? Right. The second question is, do you know how to feel for feathered wear? Yes. Yeah, there is a little bit. Uh, just like one or no, there's two places. But the, the main thing I saw was just uh, not the rib on the actual tire. It was actually the very outside edge started wearing. That little decoupler. The little decoupler uh, on the outside edge. Right, right, the little decoupler on the outside edge. It started wearing faster okay. than anything else like the other side of the tire or my, my left steer tire is still wearing normal. Okay. All right. That's, okay. That, that's fine. Now what Kevin is leading to is it could be that the rim is bent and it's causing that inside wear because the inside part of the steer axle rim is the one that will bend. So I would yes. jack up the front end on the right side. You did. 
get the wheel spinning, look over the top of the tire at the rim on the inside and see if it's wiggling. And if the rim's bent, that's your problem. Mm-hmm. I had somebody help me try that, you know, to check kingpins with the, a bar. We had it jacked up to fill to see if yep, the bearing right. was loose. Uh, couldn't yep. feel any play there. But it did take no. 16 ounces on that rim to get it to balance. Whenever I did wow. my tires balanced, and, uh, yep. and the other side was 12 ounces, I think. Okay. Well, when you had it jacked up, did you spin it and look at the inside of the rim to see if it was uniform or if it was wiggly? I did not look at the inside, That's... only the outside. Because somebody told me to spin it to see if it, you know, if it goes back to the same place. Maybe it was the tire being, a different, you know, all. That's the tire out of balance. But... But we want to check yeah, that. Yeah, it's hard to see sometimes. It's hard to see sometimes the inside edge. It's always dark. I would suggest just waiting until the, you get the tire off, whenever that is, and then roll the rim on the ground without the tire on it and see if there's any abnormality. If it rolls nice and straight and everything, well, it's a good rim. But if it doesn't, if it wobbles or if it rolls toward the bell, you got a bad rim. Uh, yeah, nobody really told me they thought it would be that. I mean, it probably needs an alignment. It's been quite a while, so. But that was the quickest I yeah. could get into one of y'all's places. And the closest, he's still an hour and a half away, but uh, from where I live at, at least. So that, well, that was you, the other choice, plan, plan that I had. Uh, other, I got you another choice. Do you okay. do your normal repairs yourself? Very minimal. I'm not a mechanic. I mean, I can replace things. That are on the outside, but I'm okay. not a mechanic as but far as motor. Or if you could replace springs, button. you could do an. If you could replace springs, you could do an alignment. All right. All you need yeah. to do is go to our website or Kevin Rutherford's website and order the Common Man's Guide mm-hmm. to Wheel Alignment book. And you can take that book and get yourself thirty foot of strings and tape measures and the duct tape, and you can fix that truck yourself. Right. I, I, now, in this case, I'm talking you, about y'all had a book. Yep. Yes. The last caller. Yes, Somebody it's on our website, or it's on. Yeah, it's on our website, or it's at uh, let's truck dot com. Let's truck. But the, website, in this yeah. case, in, in the case of your truck, the wear that you're talking about, just inside edge right tire, that tells me you kind of got maybe a little left pull and maybe a little toe out. Well, I would try to fix the left pole, but I would try to fix the toe out. And as we described it, just the last color, that's actually an easy measurement to take. Just take two pieces of tape uh, with two marks on them on each tire, or one mark on each tire, and measure between those two marks. Then roll the vehicle forward until the marks appear on the other side of the tire, front or back, and measure again. If there's a difference... It should be that the front side is a 16th inch narrower than the back side. If it turns out that the front side is wider than the back side, you have just a little toe out. You can correct that by just turning the tie rod one hour from noon to one, or uh, every hour of the clock is a 16th of an inch of toe change, and you can just adjust it that way. Okay, so what I'll measure is when I put the piece of tape, mark, measure with them on the back of the tire, roll it to the front, Mm-hmm. Measure again. If it's mm-hmm. over, if it's wide, then it needs to be back a sixteenth of an inch in. Yes. Not not wide. It needs yes. to be in for toe in, not toe out. That's correct. Right. You need. Okay, I'm following. So yeah, it, I wouldn't even yeah I wouldn't even worry about the rear end really. It's uh, it's the front end that's probably causing you headaches. Yes. Yeah. My last set of drives wore out really good on the back. It just and I and I hadn't really mm-hmm. had any issue with these steer tires until now they've got like about seventy four thousand miles on them yeah. okay they just very good to have yep. that issue thank you all very much you're welcome buddy no problem all right y'all have a good day all right you too all right all right we still have two more oh this one here's uh one of our favorite topics uh hello it is colin i have a question about auto inflating trailers let's talk about auto inflation Hello, Yeah, so I just got a brand new Super B tanker trailer, and it has the auto inflating tires, and it's set at 105. And my question is, if I have to change a tire, how important is it to find tires that are rated again at 105 PSI, or what do I need to do if I get tires that are rated at 120? Well, first of all, you wouldn't need tires at 120 on a trailer. 105 is all you're ever going to be able to need. You can't carry that much load on a trailer legally unless you're running overload with special permits. Right. So I would. Right, but having. 
Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead Colin. It's on that are rated different, I wouldn't have the proper weight, and then they'd be underinflated, and then they would wear out. Would that be correct? No. 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 You could run a There's tire this. that's rated for 120. You could have a tire that's rated for 120, but you can never legally carry that much weight on your axle. You can only carry about 5,000 pounds per tire legally on the road. So even yeah. if the tire's rated for 120, that's to carry 7,000 pounds of weight per tire. You're not going to carry that much weight. Okay. Right. Right. And as we have learned over the course of this, the 16-ply, the 120 pressure tires versus the 105 pressure tires, the 16-ply tires, the difference isn't the tread anyway. It was the bead that is rated differently to carry more air. The, so okay. it really doesn't matter if you're running it at 105 or 110 or 100. In fact, if you are running it at 100, you're already 30% overinflated for the load that you're carrying. So no problem. Okay, so if I need to replace tires, we can just get whatever. If like if we don't have the same exact ones, it doesn't really make any difference. They'll just be inflated back no. to 105, like the thing works. Correct. We're good to go. Okay. Perfect. The only thing yep. you want to make sure of is if you're getting oddball tires, make sure they're both in the same pair on the trailer together. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay. You did no it. problems then. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, okay, I can't hear Colin, so we're just going to drop him, and we'll go to the last caller that is currently on hold. We've got about 15 minutes left here. The last one is some guy named Rocky. Uh, let's Rocky. see what he has to say. <laughs> Hello, fellas. Hey, Rocky. Rocky. Oh, well, I just finished up a truck and clicked on the app to turn it on. I was getting in the van to go to my next trailer here, and uh Heard that fella talking about the bearings and the presets. Well, mm-hmm. this truck yeah. that I literally just finished spent the last three and a half hours on, both steer axle bearings, both sides were loose. Yeah. So I do my stuff and uh, I pull it down, pull the outer bearing, check it and all that. It had to cone. This truck has a driver in it, so I was going to adjust it up and leave the cone in. So if they have a problem on the road, and can't get people to do things the way we do, that right. you know, hopefully the truck right. would uh, torque it in a 300-foot-pound and send it down the road. But they were pretty tight, the nuts. had the convent plus nut system on them, and they were pretty tight, but I broke them down, checked it all, torqued them back 300-foot-pounds, and before I put the hubcap on, checked it, I put oil in and stuff. Um, I spin it around, and I grabbed it and make sure that it's tight. Well, and they were still loose. Yep. So, you know, I was like, well, what's my mileage on this truck? It had like 730-something on it. I said, well, let me take this back apart. Let's get rid of that cone. And let's go back yep. and let's, uh, right. you know, let's throw a single, you know, one of these uh, doctor preload nuts on it and let's, let's do it right. So we do that and everything is yeah, fine. Good. But, you know, that just shows that these things with these cones, uh, either the wear on the inside of the bearing uh, or, or, yeah. or the cone itself will still leave it loose and uh he was wanting to go put new tires on this and i spotted it you know in two seconds walking around the truck yep. that they were loose and then jack it up to verify because both inside mm-hmm. shoulders are all cupped up mm-hmm. but yeah it just shows you that these things you know these guys even if you have the cones man you, know, you still need to check them because they yeah. uh yep. you know it can still be loose and this isn't the first time i found them that way but i did torque yep. it back down 300 foot pound with the cone in still loose and uh and the, and the passenger side had quite a bit of play in it still and i said well let's get rid of this crap let's do it the way i like to do it and if you're in a tire shop or down the road getting a wheel seal done call me i can tell you how to tell the tech that you're paying to do it and do it right mm-hmm. so yeah. but Excellent. uh but yeah, so you know, it's just funny that I, I was just getting in the van, and I try to listen on Thursdays if I can. I'm moving around, and uh, oh, and you're you. talking about that, and I literally just finished the truck with that same problem. So well, those cones are not bulletproof. On a scale of one to ten, there ain't no tens anywhere. Right. 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 Yeah. And as you said, this vehicle has like seven hundred and fifty thousand miles on it now. If you had an F-150 with 750,000 miles on it first, you'd be amazed that it's still driving. But then second, you would never assume that the bearings are actually good. So, you know, I realize we we are used to getting that kind of mileage, but things wear out. Things wear out that early. You know, not everything lasts a million miles. Right. Yep. 
Yeah, and that's what we're going to do on this one. He's one of my customers out of Georgia. Bob tailed it down here to me a couple of hours to bring it to me. I hadn't done this truck, and uh, he's got like 11 or something now. And hadn't seen this one and wanted me to do it before he puts tires on it. And, you know, we find that issue, and eventually uh, we probably will just replace the hubs on that. Got the convent hubs. We'll just replace them because we know they got wear. And, uh, yep, the they do wear. No doubt. Even the outer bearings, they look great, but we know they're worn, and a couple thousands will give you that play and eat up them, them tires. Yes, it will. Eat them yeah, up. And bearings are cheap, relatively yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's one of me. He's kind of like me. It's just if I'm pulling all that down, the hub's got a million miles on it, you know, that your studs and the, the lug nuts have been off a bunch of times and all that. Well, we can get a whole yeah. new thing for, you know, 350 bucks, whole new hub, throw it on and be done. The bearings yep. and everything, right. and and also, you know, that's what I try to do anymore because the labor to knock races out and with these aluminum hubs and get them back yeah. in. And by the time you do a wheel seal and all that, you got two messed up studs. Well, we can save some money actually yeah. by replacing the whole hub, you know. And uh, exactly. But uh, what you that's guys good, have taught right? us, man, what you guys have taught us is just uh, is just crazy. The the education and the knowledge that we get from you guys and uh, you know those of us that are out applying it every day what we can do for people and our customers from the knowledge we gain from the two of you it uh it's crazy that more people in the industry don't know that stuff but uh, you know it didn't and it, it uh, blows our customers minds that man i just had all that checked and well they didn't check it too good you know no, uh, learn they had a different idea of what right was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'll ever be smarter than you, Mike. I, I, you forgot more than most of us will ever know, but uh, it would sure be nice to get a whole lot more of it beat into our heads and everything of what you do know. And, uh, and then uh, Josue, yeah. the well, guy that Martinez training there in Ocala, that's uh, starting in Brooksville. He, uh, he yeah, actually yeah. came up Monday and bought my old trailer from me to set up for his oh, own down there. Yeah, it uh, you know it was already lettered and everything, and worked out great for me. I bought yeah. this van, so you know they called me when they last week. Oh, what are you doing with your trailer? I said I'm going to sell it eventually. Well, that's why he was looking for something to build up oh, his yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, that's so, great. Yeah, that's really great. He, he seems like a good guy. Where is he he's again? Got, uh, he's going to be in Brooksville, just south of a little north of Tampa, but south of Ocala. And um, north of Tampa, all down there okay. off, off of I seventy five. Oh, he's he's not that far from Martine, probably an hour and a half, hour forty five minute ride. But he's been uh, a couple of days, I guess, now up there with Martine, getting some training and, and everything. So he, hopefully, uh, he just dodged that last hurricane. Then I suppose yes. you did too. Yeah, we did too, yeah. man. It just went just north of us. All we had was a little rain and a little wind from it. But uh, there's some parts that got right. tore up. No, we we yeah. phased pretty well through it. So, well, I'm pleased that you guys are out right. there working with each other. That's that's great for the network. Yes, it is. It is. Yes, and, it is. Uh, you know, and, and all of us being able to talk to each other and call one another when we have a question and everything. If one of us has dealt with something, the other hasn't. And everything. We we have a great team, and uh, and all with the knowledge and everything that you guys have and what we all learn from each other. Um, well, I thank uh, you for calling but, in, Rocky. Appreciate yeah. your information. You guys have a great week, yeah. and uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go work on this new trailer and check it out and see right. if it was a we'll lot of factory. Enjoy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, bye. bye. All right, bye, Rocky. Sometime we're our gonna have to go to one of them. Yeah, we're gonna have to go to one of them truck shows down south where uh, they're at, so we can get all them together. Uh, the we'll Middle American Truck Show is great, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll make them promise. Yeah. The, the Mid America yeah. Truck Show is great, but uh, we don't. Uh, uh, we can't get Martine to it. So yep. <laughs> Rocky comes. All right. Uh, we got three more calls. I guess we better get through these things. You've been on the line for a while. You're driving. Who knows when you'll be out of range? Uh, all right. Ruben, Knoxville, Tennessee. What do you got? Both steer tires oh, outside are worn out. Both steer tires on uh, the both outside. Both steer tires on the outside. And inside, inside. sorry. No, both what? sides. Both sides? Inside. Yeah, both steer tires inside outside and, and outside. And inside. Are 
Okay. New truck right. I just bought. Now, no what, feather, no, just the wear. Right. What what tire pressure? Oh, uh, is that 110? 110. Okay. What kind of okay. a tire is it? So what's the truck? It is a 2017 Freightliner Cascadia, and it's a straight okay. truck, so I'm an 11.5 most okay. of the time, always. On okay, and what, what kind of a tire is on it? They are Goodyear's, uh, 11R5, and they just and have, like, okay. a three grooves, so they're kind of all solid. Ah, okay. And when it started wearing the solid outside shoulder. edges of both front tires, was it started wearing about the finger width? And then gradually took the whole rib out? Uh, I just bought the truck about 20,000 miles ago, so it yeah, already yeah. showed. And it's about a, a thumb, the size of your tip of your thumb, all the way around. That, okay. That outside okay. rib. Okay. And the inside rib. Steel, the steel belts under the tread stop about a finger width away from the edge of the tire. So that outside unsupported rubber will wear faster. You'll lose both outside edges of the ribs because you've got a regional tire that's designed for a lot of turning. And apparently whoever was using it was driving straight a lot, staying on the highway. Okay. Is that what you're doing is staying yeah. on the highway? I am, yes. Okay, you need to go to so a, a highway mismatch. tire instead of a regional tire. All right. Yeah, mismatched tire to application. Right. Sounds great. Okay. Very right. good. You have a good day. All right. You too. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We got to hurry up and get through these other two. Thank you for calling. All right. Uh, Thomas in San Antonio has a list axe. So I'm going to, I wonder what it's going to be that he's actually calling about. Thomas. Well, we're talking about a, a list axe on like a dump, on a dump yeah. truck. We try, uh, we try to get time to wear better on wonder, dump trucks. Okay. Well, I've never been able to get a lift uh, axle to wear right. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, Dev definitely has axle. Figure out guys recommend setting the toe add on them. One sixteenth toed in. Oh. One sixteenth yeah, yeah. toed in on that. Uh, just, so just yep. same as yep. the steer, same as always. Okay. And we're gonna yep. we're gonna weld up the angle iron like you guys said. Fix fix the axle flex problem and hopefully get a little bit better wear out of these tires. Okay. Good luck to All you. All right. And then what yeah. about you? Yeah, I just heard you say something about region. Oh yeah, yeah. We had to change out the um, the nuts on the bearings because they had them little tabs on there on the nut, and they broke off. Yeah, and they broke off, man. I I kept tightening them up, tightening them up, and you wouldn't go two weeks and they'd be loose again. Um, yep. Those yeah, we, are, we, uh, we, I don't yeah, like that problem. Yeah. Okay. That's no, cool. no, me neither. Uh, and you just said okay. something about regional tires. For dump trucks, would you recommend regional tires for the drive axle? Because our guys keep trying to sell us long, like long-haul tires. Yeah, you don't want long-haul tires. No. Uh, you're talking about the lug tires for your drive axles, right? Yeah, for the drive axles. Now, I'm gonna, I normally don't recommend a particular brand of tire, but this particular one I really like. It's General Tires Lug Tire for Dump Trucks. Okay. It, it, it's the best ah, one I've good seen. Tire. Uh, I'll look into that. I appreciate it. You betcha, buddy. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. One last call, and then you can finish your drive. Okay. We got uh, all it says is P.S. So actually, I think there's somebody that called earlier about Castor. <laughs> Hello. Yep. Same guy. Thomas. Am I allowed to call twice? I got to pay a fee. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, uh, okay. char we charged extra for the second one. Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. We, we actually tack on an 18% gratuity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> as long as we're still at zero, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm picking up a triaxle step deck trailer that has 17 fives. Um, the front axle and the rear axle are lift axles. Um, yep. I haul oh, very okay. lightweight. Yep. I haul very lightweight uh, loads. Uh, I think the most I've seen yet is about 20,000 pounds. And usually, like right now, for instance, I've got 500 pounds going across country. Um, so most of the time, I'm going to be trying to run just on that one axle. Uh, right. Somebody tells me yeah. that's a really bad idea. Yeah. So I'm assuming uh, I'd want to run that act, those tires at capacity so that I can, yeah. I can run up to mm -hmm. 20,000 pounds and just have that one axle down on that axle, correct? 
Yeah, yeah always, what is always the, aim high with inflation. What is the sidewall ratings for load and inflation on that 17.5? I don't have that information right now. You need to look at it That's because right. it, it surprises some people. We'll look at some of those tires and they actually require 135 PSI. Okay. Right. So make sure you look at what the tire says. It can carry this much load with this much inflation. And then consider that against the twenty thousand pounds you want to put on the axle. Right. Okay. Now, is there so so let's let's just say, for instance, that the uh, the tires would hold twenty two thousand pounds worth. Obviously, I can only do twenty. So, is there a percentage that you would back down the air pressure from that rated air pressure to get to the twenty thousand pounds? How do you figure that? No. Number? No. Let's look at a standard truck running 22.5s on an axle that's carrying 17,000 pounds of weight. That's a normal highway truck, right? Yep. According to the load and inflation chart, that tire only requires 70 PSI. But if you run 70 in those tires, they wear like shit. We know we need to run them at about 100, so we're always overinflating by about 40% compared to what the load and inflation chart said. So in your application there, if you're running, if the tires could carry 22,000, I would be running them at the max inflation or at the recommended inflation in order to make sure I've got some extra air. You want extra air, not less air. Okay. Right. Always aim high. Okay. okay. So whatever it says right. inside the tire, put that much or more on that, that axle. Okay. Particularly now, on the 17.5, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the front and rear axles that are only going to get used occasionally and, and are not going to have anywhere near that uh, rate of capacity on those tires, what, what kind of PSI would you recommend for those guys? I would have to see what the load inflation is on the side of the tire before I could make that recommendation. Well, I'd okay. still aim high. There's no reason not to. You'll hardly ever use them. They'll hardly ever get anywhere. Run them low, right. just running them a little while could cause tire wear. If you run them high... You probably never see the wear. Okay, if you okay. want to discuss right, it yeah, more, so. if you want to discuss okay. it more, you can go to our website. We've got a contact form. Fill out the contact form with your email and stuff and your question. We'll get back to you on that. Okay. Very good. You have a great day and good luck to you. All right. All right. All right. That's uh, it for the show. We got. Uh, uh, let's see. We got to go. And um, we'll be back next week. I guess everybody will be back. What's that? Next week's it's good. The 22nd. Yeah, yep. we might have by then a granddaughter or a great-granddaughter. That might, you know, mess things up. We never know. Um, we'll see. All right, that'll be the story. Good luck in Sioux Falls, and we'll see everybody else next week. Bye, y'all.